And now, coming at you from the Five Star Physique Studio in Knoxville, Tennessee, this is The Drop Set with your host, Darren Starr. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the mini drop set once again. I got to tell you, I don't want to get like lazy with this stuff, but um, these shorter episodes are a lot easier to churn out. <laughs> like I could easily do like three or four of these a week um, just because the production that goes into it is so much less significant. Um, so I don't know. Uh, that is actually going to be the focus of our poll for this week. So I'm going to throw that up today. Let's talk about the last one that we had. Um, this was from, oh boy, last week, I believe it was, actually. My question was, will you watch or follow the 2018 Olympia coverage? Now, this is not necessarily a conversation starter like or anything like that. This is me like, do people care? And I, I asked a question about this, like, do you follow and are you concerned with the results from pro bodybuilding shows? And it was kind of split. And so I was like, okay, well, let's talk about the Olympia specifically and see who cares about that. And it, it was a 60-40 split. 60 yes, 40 no. Um, so, you know, not exactly split down the middle, but not exactly a compelling case that, you know, a ton of people are looking for this. So I will probably discuss it a little bit, but I'm not going to make it a huge focal point of um, of what we talk about going forward. And certainly, if I get a lot of feedback from people saying that they want to hear it, then yeah, okay, fine. We'll bring it for sure. Um, but uh, what, uh, what do we have for this week? The poll that I have is, um, hold on, uh, it just disappeared on me. It's going to go live today. And uh, it says the question or the statement, and you have to agree with the thing that finishes the statement. The drop set episodes I like are longer or shorter. Like this or like the full episode? So let me know. Um, and again, what will probably happen here is it'll be like a 50-50 split and I'll get nothing conclusive or definitive from that. And I'll be like, well, I tried. So um, at any rate, um, the, you can vote on that. Go to thedropset.com. It's right there on the main page. You can poke around the rest of the site while you're there. Um, that is actually my main website, fivestarphysique.com. It's just the page for the podcast that's up there. Um, you can read about all the other stuff that I do. I know it's really fascinating. You can actually um, check out the archive of all the old uh, podcast episodes up there. You can check out my blog, which is up there. And I have um, I put up a post uh, earlier this week kind of breaking down the figure division, what people are looking for in that, what the judges are looking for. And we talked about that briefly last time. Um, I have written uh, a follow-up to that. It's not online just yet. Little teaser here. Um, but this one is about, well, it's about another division. I won't, I, I will just tease you and say, I'm not going to say what it is, but it's, it's formatted in much the same way as the last one was where we look at historically what's been looked for in that division, what's winning in that division right now, what's being rewarded, how you can strategize. If you are going to compete in that division, what your focal points should be long-term and then also training emphasis. So the kind of things that we want to focus on in the gym, um, and this one's going to take a little bit of work on that front. It's a little tricky. So, um, yeah, you can read about uh, blog posts. You can read about coaching services, workout plans, and all that stuff. That is what I do, just as a gentle reminder here. That is how I pay the bills. This podcast costs me money. It doesn't It doesn't pay any bills at all. I make nothing from it. Um, and that will probably always be the case. I've, I'm part of a, a podcasting community online, and really... It's kind of like people asking questions like, what's helped make your podcast successful? How do you blah, 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 technical questions? How do you edit X, Y, Z, et cetera? And uh, one of the questions that always comes up is, how do you make money from your podcast? And invariably, the people that are doing that say, 
you know, you just put out good content and then eventually people will find you and, you know, <laughs> it's like the old, uh, what was it, the underpants gnome from South Park? Step one, steal underpants. Step two, mm, step three, profit. That's kind of how it is here. Um, put out good content, something happens, profit. I don't know. Um, that's the stage that I'm in. I'm in I'm in stage two right now. I have stolen the underpants and now I'm in the, eh, I don't know. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and trying to put out the best content I possibly can, see what happens. Um, nonetheless, I don't ever plan on turning, uh, I don't ever plan on being a professional full-time podcaster. Like this is something that I do just because it's, it's a good thing that kind of goes along with the coaching stuff that I do and supplements that well. So uh, that's why I think it's most appropriate. So what I wanted to talk about um, in this mini drop set was something, um, you know, I, I have a, a bunch of potential topics that I could be covering here, but one of them is one that um, I, I will fully admit when it comes to my coaching services, this is one area where I fall a little short. Um, just because part of it is I tend to make some assumptions, very few, but there's one assumption that I make um, and, and it's not a good one. And so let's talk about it right now. And that assumption is, when people get to the gym, everybody knows what to do. I mean, granted, I mean, you've got your workout plan or whatever. So it's not like I know the mechanics of how to do exercise A and how to do exercise B. But what does your gym routine look like? And I feel like we should talk about this. And it's not going to be a super long discussion. Um, but I see this happen a lot where... Uh, and I can I can get distracted and fall into this camp every now and then. Although I'm doing a much better job of avoiding that nowadays. Um I saw a guy the other day, he walked into the gym, bag in hand, um, he went to the front desk, scanned his thing, and then he walked straight to a bench press, sat down on it, and threw, um, threw some 45s on there and started repping out and getting into his workout. I'm like, okay, so clearly we need to have a discussion about what a proper warm-up looks like, um, because doing that routinely... I'm not going to say that you will injure yourself, but you are really, really increasing your risk of injury. And what I've, uh, the, you know, I've had firsthand experience with this and I've had so much secondhand experience with this from clients who have reported things like this as well, where, boy, I'm doing exercise X, Y, Z, and man, my shoulder is, more often than not, it's a shoulder. My shoulders are killing me when I do this. And you know, I'll ask, did you warm up? Well, usually, but no, I forgot to. Okay, well, let's, you know, bring that back into the mix. Uh, and I'm much the same way. If I've got an upper body workout plan, specifically any kind of a press or, well, any kind of a press for shoulders, like whether it's a chest exercise, shoulder exercise, it doesn't matter, or really anything for arms are, are going to irritate my elbows as well, unless I do things correctly. So, this is a podcast episode that would probably be more appropriate as a YouTube video. But, you know, if podcast episodes are like cumbersome to produce, you know, I used to do a lot more YouTube work and boy, that stuff is a real pain in the ass. Like if you want to put out some reasonable quality and I don't I don't ever have any intention of just churning out shit just just to turn it out. Um, if I'm going to put out a video, it's got to look nice and it's got to be decent. I, I just can't you know, this mishmash stuff where it sounds like somebody's recording in a warehouse. I don't like that. Like I've, I've got a lapel mic. I've got to wear that. It's so anyway, um, I'll try and describe things as best I can, but let's, let's talk fundamentally about the kind of things that you should be focusing on. So first of all, show up to the gym prepared. And, and by that, I mean, let, let's talk about the basics here and this, <laughs> okay, we're going to go real down to the basics here, but, um, nonetheless, I think it's appropriate. Um, uh, 
wear gym appropriate clothing. So if if you um, are listening to this and you have in the past six months gone to the gym uh, to work out wearing jeans and, and not changed out of them before starting your workout, um, no judgment from me, but you're going to stop doing that right now and then we're just not going to talk about it. And, and I know a lot of people out there are like, what? And who does that? And that was my question as well. So I, I grew up and I, I lived in Oregon and I had never seen this before. I had never seen anybody working out in jeans. And then I moved to North Carolina and suddenly there's some dude in the gym, a different guy every day wearing jeans, working out. I guess it's like because they're on their break from work or something and they didn't have they had time to go to the gym, but not time to change. I don't know. I assumed it was some kind of a cultural thing, um, but several gyms that I went to there's always some dude in there working out in jeans. I'm like, clearly that's somebody who has no intentions of doing anything with legs. Um, but I've seen that, you know, since moving to Knoxville, less so here, um, but it's still a thing. It's still a thing that I've seen and it disturbs me on a very deep level. So make, make sure you're dressed appropriately. And I would also say, ladies, um, especially those that have great physiques, we know you do, but uh, the 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 showing a bunch of skin like bare midriff stuff this is not me judging you i mean show what you want but if you're gonna do that please wipe down machines or benches after you get up from them um, and this goes for guys as well um but most uh, most gyms don't let guys walk around shirtless and thank god for that um we just we don't need to see it you know keep to yourself so um uh, this did not i didn't mean to go off on a judgmental tangent um uh, but uh, basically like, you know, the less clothing you're wearing, the more sweat you're going to leave behind and you better wipe that crap up. That's why I'm, I don't care how hot you are. It doesn't matter. You better clean up your mess. Don't be leaving a snail trail behind. So that, that's the, the moral of the story there. So dress appropriately, come with the right kind of stuff. So, um, you know, water, ton of water, pre-workout, have your post-workout meal handy. If that's your thing, you know, the, this thing about, um, you know, having your anabolic window post-workout, like I've got to be eating my meal as I walk out of the gym door. No, you don't. It, you, you, that window is big. You've got time. Now, if you're like, I'm going to, you know, if you find yourself getting distracted, like I leave the gym, then I go run errands for an hour and a half and then I get home and I got to mess with kids, blah, 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 blah. And then before I know it, it's been three hours. Okay. Yeah. So you would be a good candidate for having a portable post-workout meal that you can take with with you to the gym just so that you can have it ready and just get that in your system. Not so much because you have to get it in sooner, but because you will be less likely to forget it if you get it in sooner. So bring the right stuff with you. A bunch of fluids. Um, you know, I, I take about 80 ounces of water into the gym with me and I try to smash through all of it. I find I perform better. I pee a lot more, but I perform better. Um, when I'm really slamming fluids down during my workout. Um, you know, the, the rule of thumb is the more fluids you take in, the more you expel. And so I find that when I'm really aggressive on water intake, actually I see more detail when I'm lifting, you know, things are harder, things are tighter. So if you are slacking or just holding back on the water intake during your lift, try and ramp it up a little bit, see what you see, see how you feel. Don't, exp don't be surprised if you end up making an extra trip or two to the bathroom. That's fine. It's worth it in my opinion. So, um, be prepared, you know, bring the right stuff with you, you know, have your accessories, your lifting straps, your headphones, your music player, if you have a separate one other than your phone, all that good stuff. Um, 
But then the routine, like what happens when you get started? What do you do before you lift? What do you do after you lift? So the conventional wisdom is you start off with dynamic movements for your warm-up and you finish your workout once you're done with static stretches just to help the muscle blah, 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 you know, uh, <laughs> to help it from getting too tight. I think one of the old axioms has been, you know, you stretch afterwards and that helps prevent soreness. If you work out right, there's no amount of stretching that's going to prevent soreness. Um and if it does, I'd say, eh, you know, you, you weren't going to feel much to begin with. Um, and we should probably go try and, and push a little bit harder. So I think that general strategy, however, is good just because you, uh, you want to focus on dynamic movements that are more joint oriented when you first start. And then you want to focus on static stretches that are more muscle oriented when you finish up. Um, and one of the reasons why you don't want to focus on a ton of static stretching beforehand, I mean, it does increase your risk of injury. We're not talking big, but a little bit it can, especially if you are pushing um, a lot of weight. Like, you know, the, the worst thing that you could do um, from a playing the percentages perspective is to do static stretching right before your powerlifting training session. That would be bad where you're working a lot of low rep stuff. You want to focus on mobility, dynamic movements, um, those kind of things. So what am I talking about when I say dynamic movements? I'm talking about things like arm circles, uh, stretchers, over and backs, hip swings, high knees, butt kickers, that kind of stuff. Um, my typical routine for shoulders um, involves grabbing one of the three-quarter inch PVC pipes that my gym has. They keep like five-inch lengths of them cut off just because it's, it's basically a bar, but it weighs basically nothing, but it keeps your hands in a fixed position. I take it a pretty wide grip out front and I stretch over my head around back behind. And I do that for, you know, 30, 45 seconds. Arm circles front and back 10, 10 times each direction, one side at a time. Um, if you've ever seen Michael Phelps do his uh, pre-race warm-up where he's flapping his arms all around like crazy, I mean, he's got ridiculous shoulder mobility and crazy range of motion. But check that out. So basically, it's like, you know, if you if you take your arms out to your side, kind of like a crucifixion-style pose, and then you bring your hands back as far as you can, and then in front of you and let your arms cross and then open up wide and, you know, work in a little bit of that, just a little bit of that ballistic movement and start off nice and light with that and then gradually make it more intense as you warm up those kind of things. And for legs, you know, hip swings, front and back, side to side, adduction, abduction, um, trying to, to warm up the hips. I will also do some lateral lunges. I will do, uh, the thing where you're on your, uh, you're standing, but kind of like at the bottom of a lunge to the point where you're almost sitting on your heel and your hands are in front of you and you kind of pulse stretch in one direction, like, you know, reach, 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 and then you switch legs and go the other direction. Um, I do some wide stance, unweighted, um, RDL type movements, just hip hinges, um, just to stretch out the adductors and the hamstrings a little bit, just nice and slow. High knees, pulling on your knee to stretch the glute, butt kickers, grabbing your foot to stretch the quads, um, those kind of things, dynamic movements. So I'm not a big believer in doing warm-up cardio. I don't think it's typically necessary, um, unless it's part of your part of your, um, you know, cardio regimen, um, to knock out 10 or 15 minutes pre-workout. That's fine. But as far as you're like, I need to get my heart rate up a little bit before I lift. I'm, I've never been a big believer in that. I'm all about dynamic movements. Um, and then the other thing, so then, then we, we work out, we do all that stuff. And then afterwards static stretching, and this is where you're, 
you know, you stretch and hold for like 30 seconds, that kind of thing. And for, for problem spots, also longer holds, less extreme. You're not going for extreme pain. You're going for mild discomfort and then just hold it and give your body time during this phase. The more time that you can spend on stretching, the better off you're going to be. The more time you can hold each stretch, the better off you're going to be. Be patient with your body. Don't be afraid to sit and hold a stretch for a couple minutes. That's not a problem. And what I often do is I will hold a stretch for a duration and then release, shake things out, and then go back into it. Um, now, we, we could talk for a long time about a library of stretches for certain body parts, but eh, I, I don't. Uh, in this format, I don't think there's a lot of usefulness in me trying to describe those stretches. One thing that I firmly believe in as well, and I do put this into practice, is... Uh, if you have areas that you know to be tight, inflexible, immobile, lacking in range of motion, don't be afraid to hit those with some static stretches before you work out. Case in point for me, it's hips, it's adductors, hip flexors, hamstrings. Those are the big ones for me. My quad flexibility is decent. It's not going to win any awards, but you know, compared to the rest of the stuff in my lower body, it's decent. Um, so especially on upper body days. I will start off every upper body day with a fairly comprehensive 10-minute lower body stretching routine um, because I'm not necessarily going to want to do really comprehensive lower body work before a lower body leg workout and not, not do that kind of stretching work before a lower body leg session. But before upper body, I mean, it's a great time. I'm already at the gym. I'm doing my dynamic warm-up for upper body. Let me just take a few extra minutes and stretch for, for legs. What I've noticed in the past is I would always say, I'm going to stretch at night. You know, I've got TV time with the wife. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm just going to get on the floor, do some stretches down there. I never do it. I never do it. So for me, um, it, it's, it's at the gym or I really don't do it. And oftentimes what I've taken to doing lately is, oh, it's my day off. Well, I'm going to go to the gym and stretch why are you dumb? Well, no, but it, it's my way of making sure that I'm going to do it because otherwise I will procrastinate and find a way not to do it. And maybe while I'm there, I'll do 15 or 20 minutes of cardio. Good Lord knows that'll be good for me. So, um, the general routine is dynamic movements first, static movements after the workout, unless you want to focus on some mobility and flexibility for areas where you are deficient currently, in which case, yeah, absolutely hit those static areas before your workout. Um, I say before your workout as opposed to after, because then we know what'll get done. Uh, how many of us have ever slacked on our post-workout stretching before? Raise your hand if, until I see everybody's hand up. I'm not continuing. Everybody's hand, you, you in the back there? Okay. Great. We're all up. We've all done it. We're all guilty of that. Um, so the, the other thing that I do as part of my dynamic move, as I do all the unweighted body weight dynamic movements, and then I will always start with some really, really, really light dumbbell work for upper body specifically. So um, like I'll grab some fives or some eights and just bang out sets of 20 or 30 on lateral raises, front raises, reverse flies, curls, overhead tricep extensions. Um, and again, this sounds like a lot, but this takes a couple minutes and it's worth it. And for me, I, I mean, it's just worth it just to grease the elbows and the shoulders up a little bit more. If I'm doing legs, um, I, I may on certain days do some like uh, RDLs with some really light weight just to focus on a stretch in the hamstrings. Um, and then maybe some leg extensions and curls, just really lightweight, a couple sets of 10 or 15, um, just to make sure that the knees are warmed up. And if I'm starting with one of those exercises, I'll just work that 
that in as my warm-up sets. I'll just do like an extra warm-up set just to make sure that things are nice and greased um, so that your your joints are going to be happy. Your connective tissue is going to be happy as well. Everything's going to be happy. You'll have less of those nagging pains and get a more productive workout in overall. And who knows, at the end of the day, you may even increase your mobility and flexibility a little bit. So um, that's it. That's it for this episode. So um, go vote in the poll, thedropset.com. Let me know. Longer episodes, shorter episodes, what do you like? I'm kind of on the fence right now. I do like these shorter ones for ease of use, but if enough people say, you know, we really like the longer ones, all right, cool. I'll, I'll go with that too, um, and we'll, we'll do a mix. Otherwise, we may just start transitioning into more of these and maybe develop a uh, schedule where, hey, like on Monday, this is where we're going to have our new poll question, blah, blah, blah. On Wednesday, we're going to do this. On Friday, we're going to do this, and we'll see how it goes. So um, at any rate, that's all I got. So peace out. I hope everybody has a great week and we'll be in touch again. Eh, who knows? Maybe pretty soon.